0: All right, all right, all right, ladies and gentlemen. It's another Friday show, ladies and gents. sir. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. How's everybody doing today? Hope everyone's having a great Friday night. And uh we appreciate everybody for tuning in, spending your Friday night here with us. We got a, a nice little slate planned tonight, a few different things that we're gonna Absolutely. A couple a new, new things. things. Yeah, a couple new segments we're gonna be introducing. So as you guys have seen on the, the preview already, we hope you guys uh, are excited for those and We are. guess we'll get into the first one here. Yes, sir. Into our little (laughs) off-season MLB talk. What's up, everybody? How's everybody doing? Our beautiful faces are back. Yes, sir. We are back. So as you guys seen on the um, preview, we are going to do an MLB card pack opening tonight. It's not anything crazy. Not even going to blow your mind. (laughs) But as we've said for the past couple of weeks, it's a... spot in the MLB, so we're trying to come up with things yeah. to keep it a little exciting. Still, still not much going on in general when it comes to MLB off season. Right, no exciting Shohei news, which is the biggest thing we're still waiting for. Obviously, if you tuned into anything, but the Reds have a little pickup. They finally got some pitching relief to add to the bullpen. They yes, picked sir. up right hander Nick Martinez. Yes, sir. And uh, I seen some reports myself that um, I believe. There's some somewhat um, mutual interest with, uh, uh, I think he's right-handed pitcher Tyler Glas now, which would be a decent pickup, obviously absolutely. for the depth of our our pitching. And our, our I feel like we can get some more exciting pickups. We've been in a lot of news recently. India is still part of the roster, and I know our yeah. infield is so deep. Whether the Sensi fans like it or not, somebody's probably going to be moved. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's just about who now, and for what. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we'll show you guys this little pack real quick. Like I said, it's nothing crazy. It's a little topped baseball pack from 1992. About 15 cards in here we're going to rip through, see if I can pull anything crazy. If you guys um, recognize any cards in here or anything, please free a comment. Not super knowledgeable with the baseball cards. Maybe we'll get a 1990 Shohei card. Yep. Shohei. <laughs> 90? picture of Shohei as a kid? He wants to offer on anything? No, so <laughs> Throwing out the bid numbers on each of these cards. All right, we'll split these in half. I think there was fifteen. So four, five, six. Seven. Thank you very of course. much. As well, it's your pack. All right, you earned it. You want to start? You want me to start? You go with the first one. It's your pack. All you right, you got the extra. All right. So first one, we're gonna go with Mark Guthrie the minnesota twins looks like he was i don't know everybody looks like he was a pitcher here's a picture of him minnesota twins old decent looking card sounds like a old tight end here but we have greg olsen for the hey. orioles hey not greg is that greg <laughs> not greg no um, different greg listen Oh, what was he? He was a pitcher. Huh? He pitched the final inning of the Orioles' two and O combined no hitter Oakland. Hey, no hitter! In so he part of something. July thirteenth, nice. nineteen ninety-one. Hey, what a guy! <laughs> All right, up next, Scott Cervase from the Houston Astros. Looks like he was a catcher. Was a third round draft selection for the Astros in nineteen eighty eight. I'm hmm. sure who that is, but respect. <laughs> Got yeah, Dave Bergman from the Tigers. Had a long career, from what it looks like. Chewy, nice, guy. Okay. Next up, Jay Bell for the Pittsburgh Pirates. Looks like he was a shortstop. Jay belted a two-run inside-the-park home run on May 8, nineteen ninety-one. What a guy! My guy. guy. Yeah, he doing something. I got Jim. This will be a fun one. Eisenreich, maybe. Eisenreich. designated hitter and outfielder for the Royals. Hey. Alright, next up we have Hal McCray. He actually wasn't a player. He was a manager for the Kansas City Royals. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Shout out to him. Oh, speaking of, I've, we've got a little comment that I know you'll love to do a little side segment on real quick. I'm hoping Oregon gets in the playoffs. Listen, I think this game is real quick. Not to switch the subject, but exactly. I knew you wanted this yeah, little side segment. So I Oregon, Kevin, how you feel. has looked amazing this year. I'll give them that. But Washington has looked amazing as well. Honestly, if you want to ask me, I think Oregon takes this game tonight. But I think it's going to be an absolute shootout. I know the spread set it like minus nine and a half, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know if it's really going to be that far apart, but I think it's going to be a shootout. And I think my That Michael Penick Jr. is going to impress a lot of people. The prove it game from both teams. So I'm excited. Why the spread so stretched out? I'm super excited. All right, back to our regular scheduled program. Yes, of our pack, I have Dave Stewart here as a pitcher for the Athletics. Hey, they've been bums though, so guessing Dave wasn't the greatest. Uh, Next up, we got Lenny Webster from the Minnesota Twins. Looks like he was a catcher. Played 1985. First baseman, Don Mattingly, played for the Yankees. Are we even going to get a card we, we recognize? Probably not. Yeah. i segment. <laughs> Barry Jones, next up, played for the Expos. He was a pitcher. That's the problem. We're the played in mid-20 sports analytics people yeah. here. We're not in our 60s covering. Yeah. Or it would be a little easier, maybe. We're not in this knowledge, I guess. Pitcher, Joe Heskent. He's yeah. K. Something. A guy. Red Sox. It looks like he played me at about 50. It yeah. hey. was a different league back in the day. All these players played in their prime Forever. 45. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the longevity was crazy. Next up, we have Sean Boskey. however you say that, from the Chicago Cubs. He was a pitcher. No, no actually, I'm going to keep that comment. Tim Cruz, Dodgers, pitcher. Hey. And last, yeah. but definitely not least, maybe least, not sure. Joe <laughs> Sluzlarski. Sluzlarski? <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. Sluzlarski? Sluzlarski? Unplisted. Sluzhin-ski? Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, he's kind of mid. And he looks a little mid. What did he play? Was he a pitcher? Yeah. For the Oakland. He was 6'4", though. My boy should have been in the NBA. He's tall, bro. I'm telling you. <laughs> All right, that does it for the top baseball, nineteen ninety two pack. Shout out to anybody that knew any of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> Cause your knowledge is crazy. Cause I sure did not. Let me tell you, old people I was playing today that I like. Nineteen ninety two is a bit of a stretch. Yes, I, I always even thought about nineteen ninety two i have like an all-time legend. like King Griffey, Babe Ruth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know them guys, but <laughs> I don't know none of these guys. I don't know any <laughs> judges from him. thirty years back. This there is you my, go. this is my guy. This is my guy right here.
1: Ellie, he stand
0: up. Yeah. Shout out Cincinnati, baby. Could be a beautiful but, year too, Ellie. I hope so, man. He he was he was nice last year. Boy he was a spark. And uh, what was it? Oh. No I expected to be an even duller offense yeah. than what was about Joey Votto. Shout out Joey V, though, baby. Uh, Let's we'll see him playing in Toronto Blue. You're going to go somewhere and win a ring. You're know, try, at least. Stay <laughs> uh, with us. Not for 20 M's. Right, Sorry, Joe. But, like we've said a million times, we'll continue to say it. Baseball is dull. Until Shohei signs somewhere or the uh, Reds get a bona fide All-Star. Yeah, it's been a week, Whatever, so, yeah. Uh, ain't heard much you can only memorize a name for a few hours. Yeah. It's done been a week, so. <laughs> I'd have to look it up again. But yeah, shout out him. But you can go back into to him, then... Google Translate yeah. and have it say it itself a few times. Yeah. Excuse me real quick. I'm going to go to the fax machine real quick. a little chilly. A little cold. All right, anyways... Anyhow, I think that about wraps up uh, <laughs> MLB for the night, unfortunately. Yeah, for the most part, if you're an MLB fan, it's a rough time right now, so fellas. Not a lot to tune into. At all. Not like, exciting-wise. You know, kind of with mild pickups. Still, see, not even many of those. You get like an eight-string player in the NBA, you're like, oh, he's, he's like going to play a few minutes. He might, yeah, he might see the floor He might get hurt. I'm saying, you know, people out there building bullpen right now, you know, these guys we don't see very often, but exactly. (laughs) Uh, when something sparks, we'll definitely let you know. But that brings us on to our favorite time of the night, absolutely. NFL, the most intriguing part of the night, we shall say. NFL should be the most fun that we have tonight, in all honesty. We have a a new segment introduced for the NFL tonight, I think it's something some of our um fantasy football fans out there would really enjoy. Uh, excuse us while we get this changed over. But, you want to let them know what the new segment's going to be? Spoil all the fun before they get to see it themselves? Yeah, we'll wait, we'll wait, we'll wait. Dude, we're only a few seconds off. We'll be excited to see. <clears throat> but to start off tonight, I think we'll cover what was probably the most exciting Thursday night football game of the year. A long far. time, yeah, yeah. Nothing's happened recently, and then you finally get something like last night. Yeah, there we go. We're back with you, guys. <laughs> but yeah, Um we'll cover started, like I said, with Thursday Night Football. What was a... one of the highest scoring games of the season for both teams. What cost me over 300 probably total dollars, yeah. because I... Decided. Oh, let me throw an under in on the highest scoring game of the season besides this, the Dolphins Broncos. Biggest apologies to this man, but literally yeah, your boy was up last night a little bit. <laughs> your boy hit a bet last night, so you know we up on it. I I, I could have you know could have guessed that that game was scoring. It's just the Dallas has been high scoring all. Time. I just expected a lot from Vegas on their end trying to get money back, but. They gonna hit their lick Vegas this weekend. Looks, yeah, be so careful sad. betting football this weekend because Vegas definitely wants their lick back after last night. Oh, absolutely. I know a lot of people won a lot of money last night. Absolutely, every prop hit. Yeah, almost literally. You know, Ferguson almost went prop. off. DK Metcalf went off. Charbonnet every, went off. Bro, Pollard every, went off. CD went off. Everybody. Yeah, I mean, Ty, JSN had a night, bro. I mean, that's a guy that doesn't. About saying off a lot. everybody was waiting for him to finally get any kind of action he, this season. He got it last night, bro. But yes, um. Dallas came out on top forty one to thirty five, and like we said, what was a super high scoring game? That you did not expect because this guy lost a lot of money due to betting on the under. A lot. A lot of money, yes. <laughs> oh, I would have never bet on the under in a game where an has scored thirty plus points in almost every game. I could have seen. seen, you know, Gino going for two tutties, but he did. Going for five, you know, a little different. He definitely dipfer. went for two, yeah. He definitely went for two. <laughs> He had four, technically. Three through the air, which were all two. DK Henry, Metcalf. Yeah. Standing on business. MK yeah. Metcalf. Something. Know, yeah, yeah standing on the sign, sign language, language. That was so tough, bro. Standing on... That might have like been it. the hardest celebration this year. That was tough. Because he... There was even, like... They started talking about it afterwards. DK has actually been, like, studying sign language, like, Yeah, the last he, I think weeks, Black actually like, trying to learn I it. think the week before this game, he did another sign yeah. language celebration. Which is tough, bro. That's hard. Because you can't get fined. you're going to be... He said, I'm pretty sure he said, I'm him or something. They can't guard me something last like, week. Yeah, I don't remember what it was, but I seen something on Instagram about it earlier. But I know we had last week, we predicted some NFL midseason in War. Um, I want to talk about that for a second. uh Uh-oh, Because I think a new name is Inverdine. I think one of your names got obliterated last night as well rated? One of my names last night. Your D boy. Oh, we'll talk about we that in a handed. second. We'll talk about <laughs> yeah. We'll mention both of those. But first, a new man has entered the hunt in the MVP conversation. It, I'm listen, say. it kills me to say I'm this. Not gonna say that Prescott might just be your front runner for MVP right now. He has an argument to be the number one guy. I think on every single sports book in the world right now, he's top three. Holmes and hurts. He's been leading a bunch of QB stats this whole season. Oh it's God. just the fact that we know who he is he, when it comes to mattering. Listen, This is the first time they beat an above 500 I, I in the that. season as well. But we got to talk for a second. This has been the best all-around season Dak Prescott has had since he's entered the league. And you can't tell me I'm wrong. He has shown things in these last four or five weeks that i think I'd ever see from Dak Prescott. The whole offense is flowing, but that's the thing. He's going to put up MVP-like numbers, and then the wild card comes. He throws three picks and has a 25 passer rating. Him. I mean, you're absolutely right. It's a possibility. And it's but a possibility you just gave this man a five-year QB or NFL-leading max. I'm not saying hand him the max right now, but I'm saying if this level of play continues into the playoffs, you have to pay this man long. This is a prove it year for Dak Prescott. He took it personally. He's he proven it. He one hundred percent took it personally. I mean he's tired of the talk. He hears a lot of talk. I'm I'm a hater. I've been a hater of Dak Prescott. Absolutely. I'm not gonna lie to you. <laughs> but I'm gonna give credit where credit's due and he's due right now. I mean, he's playing fantastic football. He's been super efficient with the law. I mean, he's not turning it over, he's playing smart football, he's not forcing things. He's putting the ball where it needs to be. I just, there's nothing bad to say. Got a few more weeks to really prove it. And then if they get in these playoffs and really prove it, <laughs> I just, that was a tough game for them last night. It's been their toughest test of the season so far. I now. just couldn't imagine working Cowboys front office and you have a guy that you're almost ready to ship out season after season until his contract season. Yeah. And he does this. And then he's an MVP candidate. Yeah. I couldn't imagine. Honestly, I think he could be a sneaky MVP winner. I mean, I know he's a candidate, but like I said, if this continues and the Cowboys continue to play good football, he's going to have an argument to win the award. I can see it. Dak Prescott winning MVP, wild, but it's a possibility. He's going to turn a lot of eyes. <laughs> it's, it's a possibility. Tony Pollard's looked decent. He's had back-to-back games with a touchdown, finally doing what he did last year. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is why I the first teams. six seven weeks was a bit stale. Yeah, it was terrible. I think the first couple weeks the week or the first one or two, we may have had that little outburst, but then yeah. it was real stale for it a couple a weeks there. Very, Ceedee Lamb continues to show why he's one of the best receivers. Like in the I mentioned last week, he, he had two down arguing weeks. for that. Yeah. He's putting that argument up for Offensive Player of the Year. I think those few weeks are going to kill him just with the consistency from guys yes. like Tyreek Hill and Major CMC Brown. doing it every yes. single week, but. C.D. Lamb is showing he could be a potential future. The number one receiver. Probably the best quarterback in the year. Higher numbers right than, than Whitten and all these other big-time Dallas names. So I mean, He looks good doing Proving it, a point. He's making he catches at
1: not a lot of people. He's putting himself easily. I,
0: I mean, he may have been in the top 15, 20, but he's in the top 10, possibly top five. He's in the top five. This, the top five I think there's a clear top five receivers in the NFL right now. And I would almost be willing to set my mind on. It. You think you could list one to five? I think one right now. One would be Tyree. We do two AJ, two. AJ Brown. Two AJ Brown. Who goes three? three yeah. CD Lamb. Okay, then who's four? Are we okay? Are we talking like? Cause I I I can't <laughs> do a top five without Jettis, but where do I put him? Is the that's question. I want Jedis in my top five, but he hasn't. When he's played this season, he's been a top five receiver. 100%. That's not the argument. His tape, though, is four games and everybody else's. Yeah, which is unfortunate. I think, if anything, he has to be at least five. I don't think I can put Jedis out of the top five. My top three, I'm pretty set on. I guess four, I could. I was I have a name I like at four, but he's just. Had a couple good games this season. I know it's probably somebody that you would, would already expect, but like four is Jamar Chase. I mean, I know he's without Joe I Burrow now, but he's had he had a three-touchdown game a few weeks into the season. I mean, he's had big games yeah, for he, Joe Burrow. He's proved a point. He, he's been good when they look his way. Listen, that's your 7-11, 7-11. Baby. He's always open. It's yeah, fine. I think that would be my top five right now. And Jettas would obviously climb the list had he not been hurt. Had he had 11 weeks of tape and yeah. not. I do when it, there was a guy that made a big statement last night, though, we were literally just talking about DK Metcalf. Got to be in an argument now for at least top 10, for sure top 10. Yeah, because he, he was, was getting in the argument for almost bust yeah, conversation. He was having a bad minute. season. I mean, and I know it was just one week showing, but what we've seen last night is what we expect from DK Metcalf. He's supposed, he was literally that build, His the way he plays, he yeah. was, came in that Calvin Johnson expectation. Yeah. Speaking of what you mentioned just a little bit earlier, my potential deep boy got fried last night. Yeah, D-boy, I understand D-boy. he had a pick, but if you watched the game and you watched what DK did before they was moved me. Ron Bland, oh, off, DK was absolutely frying him. He killed him on the seventy-three yard touchdown. He had. He killed him he on the, the top – the highest speed of a wide receiver bro, since, like, 20 – The highest yeah. speed of anybody this season, since I Since, like, 2020, sure. and yeah. It was yeah, so,
1: yeah, top
0: speed, yeah. Took off. Like, yeah, Friday. That catch, he had his second catch of the game, the 50-yard sideline, toe-tap, and just right over top right of the game, bro. Oh, my God, he what? fried him last night. I, I get Bland had a pick, and I know I was talking big on him last week, but – if that's what we can come to expect from top receivers in the league. You put him in the slot and he looks he looks good He looks like himself, but he may be a ball hawk. You put him on a top receiver. I mean, we we have the same argument for his running mate or the, technically the guy he's stepping in for, in Trayvon Diggs. I was literally about to say Trayvon Diggs. These, he's that ball hawk, but when it guys, comes yeah, to the downfield plays, he's getting all fried. the highlights are like, "Oh, he's burnt." He's, he's getting burnt. Yeah, he's getting toasted. So, Yikes! Sorry for the little rant there. <laughs> we got a little ahead of ourselves. Um, I don't really think there's much to talk about from last week, like game wise. Um, the Eagles Bills was a fantastic game. If you guys watch that, no, or not double, but OT, Jalen Hurts and Josh Allen and added. Um, Broncos beat the Browns. Broncos are. I thought we can say something about them real quick. They've they've been hot. You know, the last five or six weeks. I know our brother would love to be watching this right now, but. Broncos have been good. Finally, hit a win streak that they've been looking for. Russ looks like he can play football again. Sean Payton coming for that Coach of the Year Listen, award. I've hated on Denver all year. I still hate Sean Payton. Sean Payton, but from this side, yeah. But I mean, I guess like like I said, you got to give credit where credit's due. He's been decent the last few weeks. He's got Russ looking like top ball fifteen, well top yeah. ten really the way he's been playing lately. The, the Broncos' offense has been okay. Their defense has been even better. So. Shout out to Denver. You see if they can make a playoff push here to end the season. T.J. Um, Stroud continues to impress. I know they lost to the Jags this week, but I I know it's crazy to say, but I think Houston can be a playoff team. Absolutely. Uh, right now, I'm pretty yeah. sure if it's finished, they are. pretty. Yeah, they're sitting at six and five right now, third in their division behind. Well, I think they're they're tied with Indy for second in the division, but good and they're fighting team. right now. Against an indie that's relying on Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew. And now without JT for a couple of weeks. Yes. Oh. But Zach Moss has stepped in and played well. I'll give him that. It'll be something to see. Yeah. Saints um, suck. <laughs> it is what it is. Our offense is dormant. Our offense is terrible. Poor, Derek poor Carr forgot how to play football. Um, start, James Winston. See, so offensive coordinator in New Orleans needs fired. Pete Carmichael is just that guy. Speaking of offensive coordinators being fired, this man's happy. Matt Canada finally got the boot. The first game without Matt Canada is the first game yards. we hit 400 yards. I think it was, what, like two seasons or something under Matt Canada? Yeah. Hadn't had a 400-plus yard game. I don't tell you so. Crazy. Um, the Patriots still continue to look bad. I don't know what's going on there. Bill Belichick's on the hot seat. He's fired. Listen, I've seen a rumor that Bill Belichick could be the next head coach for the Los Angeles Chargers, and I think I would love that. Brandon Staley is getting the boot. I mean, sure that someone. makes sense. Yeah, Brandon, I was about to say Brandon they Staley is the same issue. I, I mean, I know Bill Belichick's old, but he's still Bill, bro. He still has, you know, he still knows football. He can be old. I mean, Pete Carroll's almost 80 years old. and He's still out there coaching Seattle, so. um. Oh, speaking of your brother. He just said, "Let's ride." Yeah, he's here. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought I figured one of them might be Broncos right country. Yeah, shout out to Broncos. Yes. Right, they've been okay. We'll see if they can continue. I know he's tight though. And Jerry Judy was having a rough stint there for a minute. Yeah, Getting back in some position. because his quarterback playing football. Corlin Sutton's looking beautiful, but Corlin Sutton's always been Jerry Judy out of bridge hole. receiver. You know, he's, he's not crazy, but he's not bad. I mean, he's good. He's, He's almost like, play a, football. who's that third receiver in Buffalo? Gabe Davis. Uh, Gabe Davis is the number two in Buffalo. What do you mean three? He's right there, I I just fun. said three because he plays a slot. Plays, is the three. Buffalo. He plays a slot. He's like a Julian Edelman. I would have called Edelman a three because he just plays a slot. He was a two. Mike a one. He was a one. And <laughs> a Wes Welker. That's conversation for another day. <laughs> Listen, I'm super excited for what we have planned to start this week. I'm ready to hop into it. I'm super pumped for that. to so we'll be honest with you. So we're introducing a new segment this week. I know we just kind of went on a rant, talked about some random things. This is gonna be a big prove your point between Travis and John here. This is gonna start. The yeah, this is gonna start to be a weekly segment. Records are gonna be taken. I know we're somewhat into the, um, you know, the season already, about halfway through. But this can also be implemented into the playoffs. It would be. I'm saying next season. I mean, it's something that we milk it down. Uh, man, that's what we do here. We add new things in by the day. Absolutely. Join the party. So I know we've teased it a lot, but we're starting a new head-to-head fantasy draft um, every single week for the NFL between the two of us. So we're going to go back and forth off of the specific week slate. We're going to draft a team of a normal fantasy team without defense. Um, we decided it's going to be quarterback, two running backs, two receivers, Tight end and a super flex. So instead of just a flex, we can now play two quarterbacks if you prefer that. It'll but be a regular fantasy type yeah. setup where we're going to just say screw the fantasy part oh, of it yeah. and we're going to do a real life whose team does better. Right. This is obviously going to take some work, not a lot of work, but we'll have to go in and calculate our own things every single week to see who wins. Um, we we want to start introducing. You yeah, know, a punishment, maybe yes. for the, uh, the loser in the following week. So maybe a bonus if we yeah. can type thing. A disadvantage or just something to kind of, you know, help the winner. In a something way. you fans can chirp in with and yes. we could be like, oh, the next loser can't or select a running back until the last pick or right. whatever you guys made it. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to hope this is obviously just the kick off the pilot episode of this, but we're hoping it's a, uh, something that can grow and you guys can be involved in more week by week. Yes, the only thing we'll have to make sure we know is by weeks. Don't yeah. draft a player that is not playing. That is not playing football. Don't take Lamar Jackson. All right. But it can be drafted from anybody, obviously, excluding the Thursday night football game that's already been played. We're not going to go out and take. He met C.D. Lamb with the first yeah. two picks because they had crazy weeks. But anything else within the Sunday slate and Monday night fo- uh, football are free game. So I know... This is the first week. Um, uh, how do you want to do this? You just want to do like a, a Siri, a coin I flip? I was literally going to have say do Siri right here in front of everybody. All so right. everything on that side. You want her to flip a coin or pick a number? What do you want to do? Just have her flip a coin. Hey, okay, you call. Oh, God. All right. Hey, Siri. Hey, Siri. Flip a coin. Fight. It's Tails. Let's go, baby. It's Tails. <laughs> he has one. All good. Alright. So you get the one oh one. Put, put the the pressure's pressure on, on, baby. One oh one. So anybody on the board, huh? Anybody. Anybody that's playing football this week. Remember your slate. Quarterback, running backs, wide receivers. I'll keep everything written down. Oh my god. There was no preparation. We're going into this with a blind eye. Absolutely. No pre-draft here. All right, let's mm, go, baby. One hundred and one. Who we take? You know what? I was gonna go somebody. I, I'm I'm gonna go CMC. All right, you have, you have to. to. You have to. I CMC was gonna. The I was gonna go a Tyreek because he was our that's our our last argument almost offensive player of the year split. Who could it be? They're both right there. Well, I feel I don't remember who mentioned it, but this 49ers Eagles game could be one of the best games of the season. Oh, 100%. Oh, 1,000%. Okay. I'm going to ask you a question real quick, though, before I draft. You want to do this as a snake draft, or do you just want to alternate picks? So, do you want to do like you get the 101, I get the 2 3, and then you get the 4 5? Oh I God. get the 6-7, or do you just want to go back and forth? We'll just go back and back forth. forth. Well, okay. say We're going to lose track at that point. Okay. <laughs> All right, so you take CMC with the 1-on-1. I'm going to follow that up with the other argument. I'm going to take Tyreek Hill's okay, by 1-on-2. Got it. So that puts you back on the clock. Hmm. How did the Dolphins play this? Oh, man, oh, yeah. Reek was a great pick. I feel like... This is one of the things you don't do in fantasy, but I I can't even hate it here. I'm going AJ Brown. God dang it! I know. I I was gonna follow. I was gonna finish my receivers with Reek and AJ. (laughs) I didn't think you were gonna take him. Okay, you're going AJ Brown. That puts me back on the clock. I really wanted AJ. I hate you for that. (laughs) Mm. This is hard, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I know this slate and all the once you're. This Actually, is thinking about it? It's difficult, bro. Wow. No research. No matchups. Hmm. Okay. I think I know what I want to do. Call me crazy. I don't know if this is stupid. I don't know if this is early. Call me crazy. I'm going with my wide receiver two to kick it off. I'm going with a bond receiver. Oh, I know he's playing the Saints. Our corners are okay, <laughs> but it's a monster. Got a point to prove. Finish off my receivers quickly. Oh. I'm not gonna start. Hmm. I think we'll play it safe. There's some options I like, but I'm gonna play it safe. Fill out my running backs. Take Jameer Gibbs. Okay. I don't hate that. so I still need both running backs. Like hey, your running backs are finished, so I can do. Oh, I'm not forced to take a running back. Absolutely. Okay. Um I have a couple running Feel backs. Feel free to, to hop in and be like, dumb pick, smart pick. That's what we're here for. <laughs> I have a couple in mind. Like a I just wanna... I'm going to do it before you do it because there's not a lot of good options. I'm going to take Travis Kelsey. Ooh. I'm going to put him on my tight end. and think about that. Not many good options of tight end here. But I think mean, Travis Kelsey is a sure It gives me the pin. same prospect of not having to stress about it. But, unless I guess you could super flex the tight end. <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> okay. You know Your second receiver? Hmm. You know what? I like the way this is. I'm going to do it. Receiver two. Hmm. Is he healthy? Maybe he's still going to play. <laughs> sure. Okay, screw it. We were just talking about him. He's out of a QB. Not getting the best of looks, but he's still him. He's still 7 11, Mr. Jamar Chase. Okay. Okay. I don't hate that but like that's one of the riskier ones is because I probably wouldn't hear back right? yeah I don't hate that okay um I've been floating this up for for a hot second now but like you said this is probably gonna be the best game of the week um I'm gonna fill out my QB position and I'm gonna go with the guy that had five touchdowns oh, last week and all well, Jalen Hurts. I was wondering if I could maybe sneak that one out later on. I, that's what I was thinking. But I was like, <laughs> man, I don't really need running backs. You've already took both of yours unless you yeah. super flex one. And then the only other position was my super flex. So you know what? Get my QB one. We'll rock hmm. with it. I guess since really this is the only thing you could still snag from me, I'm going to just go ahead and get it out of the way. I'll take Patrick Mahomes QB one. <laughs> just because it's Patrick Mahomes. That's the thing. Jalen Hurst can have three rushing touchdowns and three passing touchdowns. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> that puts me on the board with my Super Flex and both running backs. I'm still debating what I want to do with Super Flex. Obviously, we can take I know. Moves, it's such a it's all, you can question take a week. Yeah. I might save my Super Flex just so I have some availability here in a little bit. Uh, I think I'm probably going to take my RB1. I don't know. Is this crazy? Crazy? Is it? Is it crazy to take him as the RB one? Is there a better option? Am I wild? Going through every team right now, trying to memorize every Uh, depth chart. I know like who I want, but I'm guessing myself. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna go with RB one. This is crazy. But he had such a great week last week. You can't ignore him. RB one is wild. I'm going Kyron Williams. Ooh, he when he plays football, bro, he's he's amazing. And he had a two touchdown game last week. I think he had like thirty some fantasy points. I don't hate. I it's wild to take him as the RB one just because of his name. But he's like, got a point Fantasy to prove. football, he is the RB one. And before that last week snap of the game, they came out and released, was it Daryl Henderson? Yeah, but that's also that was his first game back from injury last week. I don't think he's had a fantasy he game came, under like 15 points this season. Yeah, he, he came in. They released backup. It's his he, game. Yeah, man. he came in with a point to prove. Yeah, he played so a lot. A uh, I hate that you, you know, you said there weren't a lot of options for this because I feel like there's a beautiful pick. I'm not going to hate Hagan here. First game, right on the board. Sam Laporta tied yeah. in. I thought about it, but there's just so many weapons. In Absolutely, that's the problem. When I with, we have three Detroit. Players. Yes, that's the problem with my. If that tells you anything. Yeah, that's the problem with Gibbs and Laporta for me, me. And I have a Monroe. I feel like a Monroe could be almost set for a decent. No matter what, is decent yeah. Gibbs and Laporta. It's like, are they going to get that share? Travis Kelsey, he's going to get 15 catches, and hundred yards. So facts. All right, I'm going to leave my super Flex open. <laughs> because I know who I want at RB two. I have two names I'm tossing up. I'm gonna tell you the one I'm not taking, but he's still a fantastic option this week. Um, Zach Moss. No JT. Ooh, I think Zach yeah, Moss. He was, I was about to say he was a leading rusher the whole time. JT wasn't. He player. was amazing. I, I'm playing him a couple weeks this week off the waiver wire. Um, so he's still a great pick. But another guy who had a two touchdown game last week finally did what we've been waiting for him to do. The RB like three when the season started. I'm taking Bijan Robinson. Brother doesn't have the word to take there. You want me to take Monty? <laughs> Monty. Me versus you straight up. Since I have Gibbs, is what you saying. I really want to take Bijan. <laughs> you know what? Let's do it. Yeah, see who has the better game. I'll take it. David Montgomery. That's scary now. Oh god, <laughs> I could still technically take Bijan if I wanted to. Uh, All right, y'all, I haven't been sweating up. that heavy. Superflex. Until you made that pick, Is that bad. Good call, bud. <laughs> Bijan's probably gonna have a great game, but it's whatever. Mm. I think I know who I want in my superflex. I really do. Keep watching, bub, because I you'll like this pick. I got a few that I could I think I really know who I want. I don't think there's really a question to it. I should have took him as my QB to be honest. Mm. <sighs> do Double I go him. quarterback? If you go quarterback, do not take who I want to take. I feel bad because I feel like I would but You probably are. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't want to do that. Hold on, hold on. What I have real quick? Listen, this is a competition, so do what you need to do. I know I'm scared though. Do what you need to do, boy. This pick me mean a lot. You know what? This is part of the me versus you aspect of it. You took Tyreek. I'm going Jalen Waddle as your super flex. Yes, you heard me. Watch Jalen Waddle. The Dolphins are like that. That's a wild pick for Super Bowl. Why? Okay, who do you think I'm going to take? I thought you were going to take Gus and Herbert. You do to know who I'm taking? Well, he's, he's, he's a shout out to your brother. Superflex. Shout out Bub because he knows and they're also playing his favorite team this week. Oh. I'm taking future MVP, CJ Shroud. we go. Come know. on, it's the Superflex. CJ is going to cook Denver. Here we go. Listen, I'm sorry, bub. I know you like CJ. I know you like Denver. But he's going to fry Denver's defense. I don't know. CJ PS... Stroud is my super PS2 player. is going to shut down that. No.
1: Pam Bell dog. is
0: going to destroy PS2. Okay, it's probably not realistic. but <laughs> CJ's still going to have a game. You and even if he, he threw a in a, a rushing touchdown last week, too. Bro. Here we go. CJ is nice. I hate that he's playing the Broncos. I know. I know. <laughs> it's unfortunate, but he's going to have a week. <laughs> CJ really should have been my QB1, but Jalen Hurts is always a good option. It's unfortunate. There's our teams. They are officially set. My team consists Jalen Hurts, Kyron Williams, David Montgomery, Tyreek Hill, Amonra St. Brown, CJ Stroud in the superflex, and Travis Kelsey at tight end. Name off your team. I have Patrick Mahomes, CMC, Jameer Gibbs, AJ Brown, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle on my super flex, and Sam Laporta filling in the tight end. Yes, sir. So our team totally is weak. probably going to have a nice game. That's a very good call. Nico Collins breakout. That? Your brother as well. Oh yeah. That's a good call. I don't. I don't hate that. Nico Collins has had a few good games this season. And, yeah, with PS2, probably going to be locked on to Dell all night. He goes through for a good game. Maybe even Dalton Schultz. Oh. Maybe even Devin Singletary. He's had uh, quite a few good games for I Houston team I feel like the year. middle linebacker is where the Broncos started falling off. Their defense hasn't been solid, though. I will give him that. But CJ well, other is than a top-five quarterback. Oh. Don't let the name fool you. CJ Stroud is him. I've been saying At that. the end of the CJ Stroud is a lead P. clip. Oh look at our pin clip. It on literally says next season, CJ Stroud will be coming in I'm, as a top five quarterback. I'm telling you, bro. When you when you got it, you got it. When you know, you know. Simple as that. But yes, that is officially our new segment we are introducing. It's gonna be a weekly thing. Um starting next week, we obviously go over the winners, um, the points of this week's draft. We'll do a punishment, a, an advantage, advantage. We'll figure yeah, something out something. We got- Seven days to figure it out, and then we will be drafting for next week live on show as well. So, if you are excited for that new segment, stay tuned to that every week. It's probably something we'll start posting about as well. Come join us. I Keep mean, there's here. 15 Sunday slate games by the time we hop on on our Fridays. Come be the 3rd we you'll have four of us. Let's start getting these drafts filled out. Yeah, Just let us know if you'd like to hop in at some point. This is a fun little segment to compete with your buddies. Um, just something to keep you guys a little entertained. Super excited for that. See how that goes. Oh, but, man, that was a lot of NFL talk. Absolutely. Uh, we filled you guys in on quite a few things already. Um, we have an NBA segment tonight. Um, there's something a little different that we haven't. I know our NBA stuff hasn't really been as organized as our other topics. Uh, but we do have a couple few things we'd like to pinpoint tonight with NBA. So we'll transfer over to nba talk thank you guys for being tuned in i hope you guys are enjoying your friday night and spending time here with us at the travis and john show nothing we cherish more than your responses and time with
1: the travis and the show john show
0: um so we'll kick it off in the nba we got two like i said two specific things you kind of want to cover um our first one is going to be players on the hot sleep hot seat slash rumors so it's going to be more like trade rumors um Somebody going to be moved by the trade deadline, those type of things. Fill you guys in on those. Um, I think the biggest one, I, well, not the biggest one, but one I seen today, um, one that's really cool. The Chicago Bulls, I think, are officially clearing out. Um I think they realize the roster they have together is not going to work. Um, it has been announced that DeMar DeRozan will be moved by the trade deadline this year. Um, I could see Zach Levine being moved. Oh, he's been in the well trade deadline. Yeah. I've seen that one. Marty Rosen had two favorite destinations. Um, I think it was the Miami Heat, and um, I don't 1,000% remember the other one, but he had two specific ones that he wanted. And you know how the NBA has been this season with players wanting to try to control their destiny and go where they want to go. So so. we'll see what happens with that being brought out. But um, some other guys on the trade block. So obviously, like you said, the Bulls are house. Um I know this is probably crazy to say. There hasn't been many rumors, but I've seen a few things about it. Chris Paul. Um weird. being moved on from Golden State, which I know sounds crazy. I think it's more in the aspect that they know they're I don't know, it's weird to say because it's almost like they're sheltering a talent, but he's also at the age where this is supposed to happen. Right. So given starting minutes, he's still not gonna come out and average twenty and ten. But that's the thing. He hasn't been gaining starting minutes. I mean no, he's he came barely to played quite a few times yeah. this season, if not more than he has started. That's what I'm saying. He's barely played in general. Which is crazy. Considering his name is Chris Paul and he's always been, you know, a top point guard in the league. Exactly. Like he was behind he's John Stockton and assist like one of those people. But if Golden State does move on from Chris Ball, for one is anyone going to be interested in a guy this old? Is he going to exactly is he, is he going to benefit anybody? And two, what would a team even give up for a forty-year-old point guard way past his prime? Maybe a second-round pick. The Warriors have been in a slump. Um, I think it's very, very likely they move on from him. It, it's very apparent that Clay Thompson's had a decline, and everybody outside of Stephen Curry's essentially useless. Wiggins hasn't really had the greatest start to the seasons we expect from him. Raymond had just more drama than ever before. Yeah. Triple singles. <laughs> yeah, literally. Six, six, and six. I, I should. Six, okay, and that the worst six, random six, the six and five. Six, six, and five. Five, five, five assists. Six rebounds, <laughs> eight points. There we go. But, yeah, um, where did he goes, I, I don't really know. I I don't – wherever he goes, I don't think he's going to be a starter. At all, I think that point of his career is way gone. I said now, he's on the books for thirty point eight million yeah, dollars. He had season? the he he's still on the contract that he signed with Phoenix. I it, it, wow. Uh, yeah, still getting. I mean, it's Chris Paul making his money. That also leaves Kaminga and Moody on the Warriors, but I feel like those are just two pieces that have stuck them. on the trade block for the yeah. simple fact they just haven't it blossomed. It's because it's the only state. trade. They they have yeah <laughs> and everybody else is old and past their prime outside old Wardell but yeah I mean where he goes I could like uh, what they give up for him probably a bag of chips and a Frito you know a bag of Frito Lays you know yeah I, mean? be lucky. I don't know he, yeah he'd be, be lucky to start anywhere I don't know he won't start anywhere <laughs> like he's gonna come off the bench no matter where he goes that's for sure um, a guy that has still continued another decently bigger name, uh, name, has continued to be on the trade block for a couple years now, and a guy that's probably at his peak in the compete, uh, Pascal Siakam. Absolutely, he has his one that's ring from Kawhi Leonard, you know, in Toronto. But looked like an all star with Kawhi yeah. Leonard. Well, I'm pretty sure it was an all star yeah, with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah, and now I mean, ever since he just hasn't gotten the number one option he hasn't been given the responsibility he hasn't had the chance i mean you have up and comer scotty barnes who's playing really good basketball so far this season in toronto um you have your number what seven pick i think something like that I man don't quote me on that but grady dick um who i think is going to be really ball played. player when plays when yeah. he gets minutes but i think pascal's timeline doesn't match up with toronto they're a team that building for the future at the moment. Um, trying to gain you know some good young talent. And uh, Pascal is not young. I mean, he's getting up there in age, and he has probably hit his peak. So oh. it's time to sell high now. Yeah, while he has some value, and get what you can out of him, because he's not going to be there long-term regardless. Yeah, he's, I feel like he's not even going to play with full passion, even if he is. It's over. Yeah. He, he doesn't want to be a part of a rebuilding team. Linking back to the... Uh... Zach Levine, Demar bust down Bulls trade we were discussing earlier. The Heat as being linked to Zach Levine, that puts them back on the trade block with Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry, and Duncan Robinson. Kyle Lowry and Duncan Robinson, I could see being on the trade block. Tyler Hero has always been a guy discussed. He has been in every possible move. And Jalen but Brown trade. This trade, as we even discussed a few weeks ago, Tyler Hero is playing his best basketball today. I think he's averaging like 24, 25 points yeah. per game. He's, he came out proving moving. it wasn't just a fluke. Right. So I mean, yes, right now, if you want to trade Tyler Hero, if he's not the future for Pat Riley, and then boys, sell him now. Getting him They're off while he high. has value. Yeah, you have to. Kyle yeah. Lowry, this is probably the last year he'll be relevant, unfortunately. Exactly. Barely plays for Miami now and is making a crap ton of money. And then Duggan Robinson. Um, he makes a lot of money. I know yeah. that, and he shoots threes. That's about it. Literally, I was gonna say he's almost like—I'm forgetting his name—a her almost Kevin, in Sacramento. Kevin yeah, yeah. Somebody rely on to knock down threes and take up twelve, thirteen yeah. million of your cap space. Yeah, I think he's—I think he's making close to twenty. You know, to be honest with you, I think, I, he, I think he's up there. I think like seventeen, eighteen. It's so, gonna be a hard contract move for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I think the Heat need to make a few changes. I don't think they're as good as they expected to be. I think they have way more room to be better. We'll see if they sell high on those guys or not. Uh, Closing into this part of the season, obviously there's smaller guys like um, the Nets have been rumored to trade guys like uh, Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith, maybe Cam Johnson. I think he's been linked a few times. Like Cats has been on the trade block <laughs> a few times. It's a bunch of those if. And win type trades. Hundred percent. Um, that kind of leads us into our next topic, Bill. Uh, topic that I'm a little excited about. I got a few different things I'd like to talk about when it comes to this. Um, biggest surprises slash disappointments. know we're only what barely, not even twenty games into the season just yet. Well, that's the best part. Um, speaking of this, real quick before we start talking about that, we're talking about NBA, right? We, we have a parlay to finish. Sorry, guys. We, we were attempting to build a parlay before the show started. Um, some odds have moved and some games have been locked. So we had to wait for it. So we're going to finish that now real quick before we go live. Or before we go live. Before we start talking about this. <laughs> so, Fixer Celtics, there are, their pops are back up. We can kind of walk you guys through this. We need two more picks from this game to create our 12-leg parlay for the night. Back in the fan duel. Alright, so you thinking what did we have on this game before? Uh we had what was it, Anthony Melton maybe for I believe. Oh my god, and they're all locked. It's still showing me Mitch Robb's eight rebounds are locked. You might have to pick we might have to pick a different one on that game then. We only got what, six minutes before yeah, sure. it starts? <laughs> so we're taking off Mitch Rob. We'll have to find a different one for the Knicks. Alright. And everything for that Sixers-Celtics game is still locked, too. It's on there, but they're locked. We get some money line because they know God knows what's going to happen. Okay, so we need another Knicks one real quick. Hmm. Um, Can Brunson get four assists? Minus 440. I don't hate that. Like we talked about that one earlier. Yeah. Let me double check on that super quick before we just... Because had like a 40-point night the other night. Yeah, that's what's... Iffy. If Julius Randle doesn't play, he's going to shoot a lot. Yeah. 42, but he had eight assists. Eight, his last five has been eight, seven, eight, three, six. He averages 5.4. I think four is. We'll go with that. We're going to have to make some riskier picks. Yeah. Fun if you're joining for the live, though. But i got to make some riskier picks now because we've been jacked with all the random late last minute I odd switches. and I don't know what to do with this six or selfies game. Maybe we can leave it off. We think of this money line I mean it's not gonna change much it adds 19 bucks to our total um I would rather just do, do it bad odds throw a little bit on this you got 10 legs yeah show do we throw in on this what are you throwing let's see let's see oh you have a boost your yeah. yeah that was a boost hey man. And throw your bonus on it. I might. Lucky. Okay. It's the Hundo mark. Hundo. I don't know, I kinda of wanna put that on like a lock log, you know. Right right, 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 This is I mean, this ain't bad. Little yeah. tent legger we cooked up. Maybe just do like a a seven twenty five type thing we hit a hundo. <laughs> Okay. Is that what you doing? I'm with it. Let's do a quick little prayer for the games tonight. Everybody tuning in. Yeah. Wish us the best. This is wild. Do it. All right. Get it. Got that one in there. I won't believe that. All right. And I also, I, Max, Reese Maxi will not play versus Celtics. I don't know why I'm just now getting that. That's why the game's been locked. Yes. So we'll just fade off of that game. They just came in and finally announced. Announced. Well, at least our Celtics money line, we caught it at minus two sixty. Remember, because it's now yeah. like minus hundred, isn't it? Minus seven twenty. We caught it wow. at the perfect time. Yeah. So sorry guys, we made a money line parlay earlier and we caught that Celtics money line at the perfect time. Because they're going to destroy him without Maxi and Indy. Get it, baby. I right, also, I'm betting on this Oregon Washington game for sure. That game starts. So I can do that later. All right, All right. back to scheduled content. The fun surprises and yes. disappointments. Okay, I'm going to start on the surprises surprise side because I have two my top two surprises. Prizes. Sure. Um, you want to kick because I think my main one isn't gonna be yours. So, do you want to kick off, or you want me to kick off? I'll kick off with my personal, just because I need to. No, because I think your personal is gonna be my number two. You think my personal apology is gonna be my number two? Oh, uh, your apology? I thought you were gonna say your personal, I'm like pick. I mean, it's a pick, but it's a it's an apology. Okay. In itself, because okay, I didn't expect it. I mean, it's a surprise. Okay. But I almost also was a hater because I didn't expect him to be this good. Okay. Chet Holmgren. Okay. Putting himself high in the number one spot for the most part for the rookie of the year conversation. Okay. Obviously not the biggest surprise. We have this. I have more played out, but that was one that I was thinking of the other day that I just needed to get out of the way because I've had a lot of hate towards Chet, and he has proved himself. Mm-hmm agree with you I mean, I'm happy with that <laughs> I'm gonna save my number one um because it's a I it, it's just it's more of, a, of a, a team I guess um my main player biggest surprise so far this season you're gonna enjoy this one this may sound like a little hate but it's not I promise Tyrese Halliburton. he has surprised me to the limit oh my god 22 year old playing season tournaments oh. Oh, he, he leading the league in assists again this year. It's sitting at like 12 a game or something. Yeah. So averaging like 27, 28 points, shooting like 50% from three. He is yeah. hooping, My brother bro. made a bet last night, and I had the nerve to be like, oh, it was it was like points and assists. And I was like, no, he's not going to get that. He he'll get the assists easily, but it was like 35 or something. I was like, no, nah, I don't think he'll drop another 20-some point game. Dude. Came out and scored – almost 40 again he well, 40 is 40 some like and that. we lost so he's a hooper bro biggest player surprise of the season for sure goes to Anne absolutely Jesus Christ to Tyrese why did I say well I went with it because yeah. I was like yeah that sounds right Yeah, no Tyrese I would do want to give a, another quick surprise shout out to the Brooklyn Nets when since we're just no way no but what did I tell you From the start of the season, I said, "I know, don't sleep on Brooklyn." (laughs) And I did, and now they're one of the biggest surprises. Brooklyn is solid. They have been beautiful, and their lineups have been amazing. Ben Simmons has been solid. He needs to get that rookie of the year talking. I'm telling you, no. I listen. I've always been a somewhat Brooklyn guy. I think they are always decent. Their coaching staff is good enough to put together a competent enough roster to, you know, play decent basketball. Even after their, what well, they were sitting like third in the East when they traded everybody. Yeah, Cam and Thomas and Kale Bridges. Bridges and, yeah, and tremendous. all the boys. Yeah, and they came in and them as a play-in team. They yeah, they expected, it, off. they expected it to be like that. Timberwolves, Celtics trade, Garnett, yeah. bunch of bums. No. no they've kept them relevant. They've got them better. Cam they. Thomas, skin you know, who? Yeah. He has shown spur to that so often, like came, between the last couple like, seasons. Last season, like four or five 40 point games in straight, a straight. Yeah. Yeah. Straight. I remember so many people made so much money on oh, the camp so, yeah, you thirty like five plus points in last season. Yeah, like, Crazy, bro. Yeah, but no, I listen, Brooklyn's not a surprise to me. I expected this. My biggest keen surprise in a Kills me to say this, because how is this working? Um, actually, I guess I have two technically. My main one though is the Minnesota Timberwolves, bro. Yeah. Sitting at fourteen and four, a top of the West, have been on top of the West for the last two weeks. With are of good ball, bro. It one of the worst teams. In how the is Cat and Rudy working? It didn't last year. It didn't. <laughs> but uh, speaking, of, shouting out the Timberwolves, I'm also going to give a shout out to. it. Anthony Edwards. Yeah. He's coming to himself this season. Bro, after his stint with Steve Kerr and the USA Olympics team, I knew he was going to have a breakout season. And my God, bro, is he? Like 27 a game. Yeah, like 27, 7. I saw, I was scrolling through Instagram earlier, and I saw someone comment on, like, a post talking about the Timberwolves. And somebody made such a great point, and it sat with me since. And is what Minnesota thought Andrew Wiggins was going to be. Absolutely. And that statement Absolutely. stuck with me so hard because it's the truest thing I've heard in such a long time, bro. Literally. Wow. That is facts, bro. They drafted Andrew Wiggins 2.0 and Aunt Edwards, and he panned out. And he did it. Yeah, and did he do it? <laughs> My God. Um, I also have another team that kind of biggest surprise in it. Surprising. I mean, if you were ready to go, you throw out your next one. But, um. I mean, I, I was kind of thinking disappointment size. Yeah, we'll found some disappointments after this. But, um, I want to give a huge shout-out to uh, who I took as my coach of the year, I believe. Um, I, no, I don't think I took even the predictions, but um, what we were about. The Dallas Mavericks. Luke and yes. Kyrie are finally working. You did say Jason yeah. Kidd. Well, I don't remember did, yeah. when we I don't know if it was a show. It may have been. The last it was something. weeks. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but Huge shout-out to Dallas, bro. It's finally working. And Luke and Kyrie look like it they can coexist. It was something I never expected, which is why it's a surprise. Yeah, you from day one came out and said no, I they're not gonna train. work. Yeah. Hated that trade. I never thought two ball heavy point guards like that could coexist. And last year they couldn't. But with a year under their belt and you know some off season time training together, they finally figured it out. And now it's meshing. They didn't give up on it. So shout out to Jason Kidd in Dallas for figuring out how to make that work. And that voted worried about here. Yeah. Um, All they needed is to figure out how to make it work, and they're getting there. Yeah. We can bounce over to some disappointments. Do you want to kick that off? I feel like this is a mainstream one, but I would just want to say the Damian Lillard Giannis lineups have been. Mid. Yeah, mid is a good word. I was going to say underperforming, obviously, but I don't want to say they've been too terrible, but when it comes to Damian Lillard and Giannis expectations, they've been kind of bad. Yeah, no, I completely agree. They definitely been very mid. Uh, I, I don't think it's something to worry about just yet. They've been decent enough to win games. So I think they're sitting above five hundred, but I think they need to figure it out more before playoff time. That's what scares me. No yeah, they, that's the thing. What confuses me is they had Chris Middleton looking like a weapon for multiple seasons. Yeah, not just that three point artist, looking like a weapon. He come 100%. in and drop thirty plus point games, one hundred percent. And now Dame's having. A stalemate start and I just I don't know if it's the ball dominant perspective of it or they have know, some figuring but... out to do obviously Dame and Giannis are both guys that are used to being the number one guy on their team and not having to share with another guy of their caliber and even Giannis came out and said I know they want to play together and Giannis came out and told Dame this is your team but in the back of his head he knows it's his team yeah I mean I know you tell Dame that to make him feel better but you're an MVP, a finals MVP. We've got let a, them do a championship. Yeah, like you, your banners all over the yeah. stadium. Your banners are yeah, all I, hanging in the practice arena. It's you, it's your team. Dame, just come to There's run with one you. dude that Dame knows that bought a Dame jersey and makes him feel at home when he comes uh, to the games. Right. So just figure it out, man. <laughs> you guys could be fantastic together. You just figure it out. Like I said, It's like Kyrie Luca Luka had to figure it, it out. A couple of nights like homies in the gym and just. Like, Figure out what y'all got to do. If Dan's got to sit in the corner and play off ball like Curry, or y'all don't have to be ball heavy at all times to play to their full potential. They're yeah. two two guys that can play every aspect of basketball. That's what I'm saying. I feel like if whether it's the team, I'm obviously not an NBA coach, but whether it's the team practicing together or them two, I feel like you could figure it out. Put your ego to the side and 100%. still put thirty up a piece and go win games. Yeah, and go win another be dominant. Ring. Yeah. Got to figure out where you're best at. That's it's why not they were right there with the ball. Right. Hopefully they, like I said, hopefully they figure it out. Um, my biggest disappointment so far this season, and I, it's a disappointment for sure. I think we kind of expected them to be bad, but I expected them to be better than what, 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 uh, what they've done. The Detroit Pistons, um, absolutely, lost every single game in the month of November on a 16 game losing okay, street. Cunningham's not him. Uh, and I won't – I don't want to say <laughs> I that. I don't want to knock Jay Cunningham, who's been pretty decent. But that but team has so much rest. potential with a coach that has good experience in Monty Williams, a really good coach that was in Phoenix. One of the first couple games, Isaiah Stewart came out and had a 20-20 game. Yeah, and they have guys like Asour Thompson, who had been a top four late. rookie this year. Jalen who who's a double-double machine. Yeah. I mean, James Wiseman didn't pan out, but – we know that. <laughs> Let Jaden Ivey play ball. He can hoop. I mean, you have these young guys that can play ball. Get rid of Jay Lee. get rid of Killian Hayes, sell high on Bogdanovich at the trade deadline, get in some more young talent, some more draft assets, and just
1: play ball. Figure out ball. the rotation. Oh, yeah,
0: come on. There's so much talent on that team. And so much potential. that the reason they are on a 16-game losing streak is beyond me. Yeah, it hurts to see all that potential resulting in nothing. I feel bad for Not Monty, because so awesome. it's a horrible look on him. Monty's a good coach. I like them in Phoenix, but... This is making him look bad. Yeah, this is making him look real bad. Speaking of team disappointments, the declawed Memphis Grizzlies. I, that was my next take, yeah. 1,000%. Yeah. I knew they weren't going to be amazing without Ja, but... We expect him to be decent. Desmond yeah, Bain has been beautiful with or without Ja, and then... And he hasn't been terrible but he hasn't taken that next step like we kind of wanted. When it comes to leading the team, I mean, they're out of 30 and 10 point guard almost. Right. And D-Bain's putting up almost average stats that he's been playing. We love D-Bain around here. Trust me, my jersey right behind this computer screen has a D-Bain signature. on it. We love D-Bain. Yeah, mine's at home. But <laughs> I kind of wanted to see more. I know We know what he can do. We know he's a 20-plus point game per night kind of guy. Like, we this know he can run an offense, play the point guard. Shouldn't have been a first round pick and gotten the first round and done a lot more than expected. But when it comes to leading the, the team now, all the responsibility basically being put on your shoulders, not a good look at all. So, I, uh, man, I know Ja comes back here in just like a week or two. Um, a huge hopefully, get back yeah. to Memphis, but hopefully he comes back, cranks some young boy in that I'm locker room, see. and gets five back, I guess. I, I hope D-Bane. I don't even know, because he had his opportunity. Kind of let it slip away from yeah, him. Yeah, only a few games left to randomly yeah. prove himself. But we know he's good. I think he'll be better with Dodd. I'll kind of take the attention off of him. Everybody will be focused more on Old Morant. So hopefully he gets back in his groove. But, yeah, Griffin Memphis has definitely been a little disappointing to far part Oh the season. Oh, man. Um, player, I'm thinking, like... I don't know if there's really been many big, like, here, like, specific disappointments. I will mention, uh, it's sort of a surprise and a disappointment, but I'll elaborate. The surprise side is the Philadelphia 76ers.
1: The this disappointment is, a... is the
0: James Harden Clippers huh. situation. Not where I was going. No. Included Philadelphia, but you well, no, I'm I'm talking about the fact that obviously they started to have a little bit more success, and yeah, at the very beginning, but it was a horrible. The Sixers came out being expected. Oh, they lost James Harden; they're gonna be bad. Were beautiful, and then the Clippers, like, oh my god, they got James Harden; they're gonna be good, and they were garbage hot fire. Also, brings in of what I was gonna say, another decent surprise. Um, I think who is the front runner for most improved player right now in Tyrese Maxey, Absolutely. who has played fantastic basketball against... since James Harden left. Uh, Fifty point game, putting up thirty on a nightly basis, like twenty yeah. points at least. I mean, he's playing. He good showed ball. the little flashes last season, and then finally yeah. getting the drama out of the way. He's the he's number him. one guy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's showing why he should be. I seen the. It, it was a crazy clip. I saw it on Insta. But one of the fans were talking to him. I don't remember what game they were playing, but they were losing. And it, um, it was without Embiid, I believe. And somebody, Tyrese Maxey, was standing close to the sideline. And somebody was talking to him like, man, what are y'all doing? Come on. And Tyrese like looked up and he said, what else you want me to do, bro? And like pointed at the screen. He had like 33 points or something. It was one of the coolest man. players I've seen. bro. Like, Tyrese is owning the fact that he knows he's good. Bro. And I love I it. I feel like if you've looked at the rookie ladder – From maybe like preseason prediction type thing, to even week one, to now, there's a big name missing off there, Scoot Henderson. It's a point, I get that the trailblazers are bad, but but good God. But he has been terrible. Yeah. Yeah, You're absolutely right. Uh, There's no other way around. it. He's just been God awful. I think he's shooting like 20, less than... 30% 30% from the field. I think he's like 10% from three. Yeah, like. we talked about I mean him coming in and being that Dame 2.0 and he being not. a jaw almost with the way he drove to the basket and he's trying to do too much to because he knows he's the only option in Portland. Listen, I give me Anthony Simon all day over Skoo at this point. I just yeah, Scoo has been a crazy disappointment. Yeah, they're throwing up random names in the last Three through five rookie votes, and Scoot's not even getting considered at this no. point. Because of two guys behind the top two in Victor and Chet, obvious. Two guys that kind of surprised me a little bit to be this high in the rookie of the year race. One is a guy that I guess isn't crazy surprising, was the number four pick in Sora Thompson, who played yes. good ball despite Detroit's troubles. But another guy, I think my biggest surprise rookie, even outside of Chet, because we kind of expected him to be Maybe detailed, the one I saw. Ami Haquez Jr. Oh, no, I didn't see that one. Heat. But he just proved his point, bro, I think, last night. He has been. He had over the, 20 against the Pacers. The fourth best rookie of this class so far this season. 1 million percent, no questions asked. He has been great. He bro. has got no recognition. No, he he's putting up 16, 17 points a night coming off the bench. He just bench. scored over Thinking 20 against the Pacers. Outside of rookie of the year, I think he's in conversation for sixth man of the year at this point, bro. He is hooping. I mean, he can play ball, I think ball, he bro. deserves at least more recognition. Oh, least. 1 million percent. He's putting up 20 points per game. Like 25. I think he's even had like, close to a 39. Like, he's playing ball, bro. Yeah. Oh, man. Any more things that come to mind off the, off the top? That I know of, I'm sure. By tomorrow. That's the fun thing with our Friday shows. There will be more to add. but Which we'll go into the next week's slate. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Keep things updated week by week. My throat's starting to get a little dry. I do to say that. We yeah, have been talking a lot. but it's been another fantastic show. I had a lot of fun with this one. Absolutely. Um, and obviously, we're just going to build off of this. So with these new segments and new things introduced, we gonna get better and better. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the few new things we've done tonight. We're trying our best to keep you guys entertained throughout the dry drought of the MLB offseason. Absolutely. Uh, right in the midst of NFL and NBA, so we're having fun with that. You guys are as well. We're always looking for more fan interaction, more Absolutely. way to get you guys more involved, way to keep the show more entertaining and involving. Obviously, we try to make it better week by week. Absolutely, we appreciate you guys spending some time with us on this beautiful, dark and muggy Friday night. That's the bad thing about wintertime. It starts getting dark about four thirty-five. Yeah, but. Like I said, we appreciate you guys tuning in, hanging out with us for a little bit. Uh, stay tuned to our socials, obviously, here on Facebook where you guys are watching us and all of our other um, socials on our link tree, on our Facebook page. I check totally. that out. Uh, we offer every single social media platform there is. Um, absolutely. We'll be back next Friday, of course, with some absolutely. of the same, some new, as usual. Absolutely. We appreciate, like you said, everybody tuning in. It's getting to the hard part where we got to say our goodbyes and yeah. wrap up the show. But... We're here every Friday. Absolutely. So, not too long of a break. Absolutely. Oh, man. I hope you guys have a fantastic weekend. Hope you guys have enjoyed your Friday night show with us. Um, stay tuned. We'll see you guys back here next week, live at 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Friday. You can get do the best part. Come real please. As always, live on Facebook Live. Later.